0: Hey everyone, welcome back to the PC Bombcast presents another edition of our pop culture comic pod. This time around, it's just Bender, Bombcast J, and myself talking about everything and all things comic book and comic book related. With the exception of when Bender tries to sneak in some just normal book, uh, but that's pretty much par for the course with Bender straying off the path, getting deep into the weeds, and not making any damn sense. Outside of that, though... It's a pretty good episode about a lot of good comics that we've been reading, a lot of good shows that we've seen, and some things that are coming up that we talk about, like Moon Knight. So hopefully you enjoy it. It's all things comic book related. It's the Pop Culture Bombcast presents another edition of the Pop Culture Comic Pod, and it's coming at you as soon as the bombs goes Which is now. Uh, I would- yeah, I don't, but I tell you this, I'm almost down 10 full pounds. Yeah. Now, I'm on a diet also where I'm not eating a lot of carbs, but yeah, yeah. the drinking is primarily responsible. Well, I got
1: it. I, I, get, I found your 10 pounds because I was on that steroid. And the lady's like, "Oh, this is gonna make you gain pounds," and I, I gained ten, a solid ten or twelve pounds from it. Damn.
0: We were gonna say your face looked a little plump. Hey, hey, it probably is.
1: <laughs> My stepdad came to volleyball on Friday night. And he comes out. I come off the court, and he's like, "Hey, you getting a little fat, Jeff?" Yeah?
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm
0: like, "Thanks, Dan. That's exciting, like, Dan. <laughs> That's hilarious." Uh, I was gonna say there was something else I was gonna bring up as we were sitting there talking. About- oh. Uh, yeah, I don't remember what it was. I don't cool. know. Yeah, well, good way to start, but yeah. we, we are back, and uh, this time, once again, we're back with the comic book version of the podcast. Yeah. That's right. Nothing but comic books this episode, and comic book-related stuff.
1: Yeah, okay. So, say, so, yeah, you, some... so you get TV
0: and movies, but as long as they're related to comic yeah. books, uh, which means I don't have to tell you who's here, I can just tell you only one person's not here, and that's the Silver Badger. So, you know,
1: it's been like seven years we've been doing this, and we always go the long route, when we just be like...
2: John's not here. John, yeah, here. yeah, just <laughs> everybody else is
0: here. Yeah. so you can process- even just say comics and you'll know ton of Yeah, there is no badger. Uh, and, in fact, uh, what was it? Uh, the badger he he did say next week's a wrestling. He already called it. We're doing yeah. a wrestling podcast next week. Something so. happening? I, it, it's on TV.
1: Oh, okay. He's I didn't know that? if there was like a big event coming. up It just up or makes
0: something. him happy. He just <laughs> that's, that's right. his that's uh, his cool. outlet in life. Royal
1: Rumble next weekend.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, that's yeah. right. In St. Louis. Yeah, in that's St. what I Louis. thought.
1: Yeah, I thought something was coming.
0: And uh are we are we still getting together for his birthday in light of how back his uh Uh
1: he called he texted me the other day and said that Top Golf would not budge off a three thousand dollar deposit. What? Like would not budge well, off of it. I don't know how many people he invited, but they said they wanted three grand. How
0: many I mean, well, you first off you can only get six people per bay.
1: So I don't know if he wanted like three or four bays or something. They wanted three grand. He was like, I'll give you five hundred and they said no I don't thanks.
0: understand the three grand. I don't know. I bet I could call Top Golf because I've organized events there for work. Maybe, and it's been real easy.
1: I sent him a couple other options, and yeah. he's like, "I kind of just want to watch the Blues game at a bar." I'm like, Let's just do that. Yeah. yeah.
0: I, I, <laughs> I would. My advice to him would be: uh, invite the absolute ten people that you want to be yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, if
1: you're if you're dead set on Top Golf, just invite yeah your ten friends and leave. There's two
0: bays, yeah. and you're good. Yeah. Uh, and it's a normal night. Yeah. Uh, but that doesn't matter because he's not here. And we're going to talk about comic books. Yeah. Um, one of the reasons that I, I said, "Hey, listen since you know we haven't done one in a while, uh, let's talk about comic books. Because the it, it, here of late, between uh, your streaming apps, between your your reading apps, and between the interwebs, there's a lot going on in the comic world. Mm-hmm. There's been a lot of news. There's been a lot of rumors. There's been a lot of things happen. So I figured, let's just jump right into it. And before we get into all the rumors and the TV and stuff. Uh, let's start with stuff we read. We've been reading because I've read quite a bit of late.
1: I've actually kind of fallen off, but I've been traveling a lot. So, but well, how, how
0: do you not read when you travel? Because I'm the one driving. Oh, that's right. Well, you mean travel? <laughs> I forget. You're not traveling for. I'm work. not flying for yeah. work. No. I, was... I think when I travel for work, I usually fly. So I yeah,
1: I th- yeah. When I fly, I read a lot. But uh, no, I was the one driving most of the time. I listened to a couple
0: of books that were pretty good, but the real books. Yeah, real the, ones, not the funny ones. No, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, the first book that I'll talk about That I read. Uh, it's Geiger. Uh, what piqued my interest on this is it was Jeff Johns who okay. there was a time when he was the superstar man at DC Comics. Yeah. Um, before you know, umpteen million reboots and whatever. Uh, most notable claim to fame was what he did with the Flash, which was significant um, and pretty. I mean, you could put that his run on the Flash up against anyone's run on anything. It was very good. Uh, and one of the reasons he made it very good was his handling of Flash's Rogues Gallery. Yeah. Um, and then it was drawn by Gary Frank, and I love Gary Frank. Jeff Johns or Jeff Johnson. Jeff Johns.
1: Johns. Okay.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, and I love Gary Frank's art. I've mm. uh, loved it forever. When he whether he was doing Hulk, whether he was doing uh, what did he do? He did that one uh, one of the uh, J. Michael Straczynski book that I really liked. Did uh, he
2: do some of the new X Men with Graham Morrison too?
0: Yes, he did yeah. some of that. He also, yeah. I think, was didn't he do the Watchmen, the newest Watch, a uh, Doomsday Clock one? I think that was Gary Frank's arc so. on that. So um, the whole premise of the book is it's set years after a nuclear war. They call the uh, the what do they call it the the unknown war, and it's in the United States, uh, part of the area of the United States in Vegas. There's all these communities that are built up. Mm-hmm. That are isolated and protecting themselves, but people do travel place to place. They just have to be in in containment suits and stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a guy, the, the glowing man, who's out there running free, and he's essentially just protecting this fallout shelter where his family was hidden. And when the when the fallout the 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 fallout is gets better for him, he's going to let him out. That's his whole hook. And the reason he can run around is he had cancer before the nuclear bomb went off. Mm-hmm. And he was caught outside, and whatever it was with the radiation inside, well, he has these two boron rods in his back, and as long as they're in there, he's a normal person. But when he pulls them out, the nuclear radiation starts, and he becomes a glowing guy where you can see a skeleton, and if he leaves them out too long, he could explode. Yeah, Um, He's kind of like a vigilante hero, and it's they're essentially like Vegas is like ran like a king arthur like there's a king because of all the casinos that look like castles Mm -hmm. and uh, every territory is ran different there's some that are a little more civilized and it's it's essentially like walking dead only a nuclear fallout yeah now is it great no is the concept good and he looks really cool and there's a lot of great he does look really cool i just looked at the art a lot of great drawing effects with him uh i give it a three out of five i've only read the first trade and the second one's not out who who made it um, image. Oh, image, yeah. yeah it's image. an image book.
1: Yeah, I just downloaded so, it. I'll
2: have to go to Brie. Jeff Johns is doing creator owned stuff now?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Because he's been with one of the big two for pretty much his whole career, right? That's I why I couldn't uh, get it. I forgot his name spelled with a G. Oh, yeah. Yeah. G E O F F. <laughs> because I can't think of anything creator owned he's
0: done. And that's a good question. J- Bender, while you're on your phone, we you look that up and see if he's written any other creator owned stuff. I mean, he cut his teeth on Flash. Yeah. And no. Uh, he did a.
1: He's got one Black Hammer visions thing, but that's oh, not his.
0: Yeah, but he did. Yeah, he's done some of that. He's helped. Yeah. Uh, what's that? Uh, lo, what's that guy's name? Uh, starts with a nail. Jeff Lemire. Lemire. Yeah. yeah, he's helped him develop some of that stuff. But yeah. if and then that's not his.
1: Yeah. Mm-mm. No, he does. He did all the uh, Year One stuff or Earth One stuff.
0: Yeah.
2: He did Teen Titans.
1: Did
0: t- yeah. did a great run yeah, on yeah, Teen Titans. Justice League. Uh, League. He was in directionally in charge or uh, uh, creatively in charge of DC for a little while.
1: Yeah. Infinite Crisis is his. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, uh, He-Man. I tried reading that He-Man. I did not like it.
0: Yeah.
2: I think his lone Marvel thing was Avengers for a run after.
0: Uh, yeah, I think you're right. Uh, Busick, I think. Um, you want to know what, real quick, I think I don't think I've, I'll get off on a tangent here, which we do, and we're allowed to do it on comics, but you want to know what I want to bitch about when it comes to all of the apps. Um, you can't find Marvel's Conan books on the Marvel app. No. And I don't like that. And Is it a copyright? It's got to be a yeah, copyright. Yeah, it's because they don't own the character. They're just yeah. getting the ability to produce material New for the ones? character. Yeah. Okay. But
2: so even like Savage Avengers, which he was a part of, they can't can get it. The app. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, you can't
0: find it. You can only get, there's one uh, one of the miniseries that he appeared in, and you can. he's in that because he's only in it for like the first issue and the last issue, but I really want to read his Marvel stuff. Yeah. And I Hoopla doesn't have it. They don't have it cuz they can't produce it. You have to
1: just get like out of print books, I I guess. have to go buy the and single pay issues, a yeah. shit ton of them, for yeah. Him probably. Yeah.
0: yeah, it's really frustrating. I
1: wonder if you, they probably would even have an omnibus.
2: Omnibus for that would the I
0: don't think so. I don't think I don't think he's in any of the materials. Yeah. Uh probably well, I don't know.
2: Cuz I know Dark Horse had him for a while and then
0: and that was a great, that was Carrie Nord and uh, Kurt Busick. Yeah. And those were, that was a very, very strong run. And then it later, uh, I can't remember who took over the writing after Busick left, but his uh, his run was very solid on it too. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's just, like I said, it's very irritating. But anyway, that's the first book. I got one more book I want to talk about. Today, but if you've got another book, or if you've got a book, Jay,
2: yeah. jump into it. Uh, so my daughter had started picking up uh, Superman, Son of Kal-El. Okay. That's the big controversial.
1: That's the bisexual son yeah. one. Okay.
2: Yeah, um, I'm three issues in. It's it's a pretty good read. Uh, it ties into a lot of or some of the old Wildstorm stuff, because like Stormwatch and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. So like the weatherman is the president of Gomorrah, which is an island from Wildstorm. Okay. And apparently he's like a dictator there. Um, I'm only two issues into his story, so I don't know too much about how they're going to explain him being a superhero in the past,
0: and now an island dictator, but... Okay. Well, the Weatherman, though, the first, if there was one that ran... Is that storm- different than Red yeah. Tornado? Yeah, yeah no, yeah. yeah. So, Weatherman was an actual Wildstorm person who okay. ran, and it was their version of Justice League, except he, yeah. he turned out to be bad. Yeah. Because he was kind of running it for his own agenda. So, if, if it's the same Weatherman, I can it, see it where he'd end up being a dictator yeah. pretty easy. But... uh that was that. It was that character. It was his demise that led immediately into formate, the formation of the authority after Stormwatch. Okay, went yeah, out. okay. That was, that, the, was uh, that was just a great Warren run. Ellis run. Yeah, that was well. That that from that Stormwatch to that Authority to Planetary. Yeah. that was just a good year for Image Comics. Yeah, too, it right was there. What uh, it, so 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 you got the is it a trade or is it no, single she's issue? getting she's getting single issues And how many is out so far I think there's eight in an annual oh real quick uh let's come ra- I want to come back to what your overall thoughts on mm-hmm. like the grade of it is so far uh but tell people where you got it because I think that's worth talking about
2: yeah, so there's a new comic shop that opened out this way over oh, really Brian Road and Fizey behind the quick trip there oh okay it's, uh bugs comics gone in there a few times um They don't have a lot as far as back issues, but I mean they're new shops. What's
0: awesome about that is it's super close to your. Yeah, Yeah. it's super close to your house, and I drive by it three times a week for soccer. so it's always going to be a must stop. In fact, I now know where I'm going to go for free comic book day. Yeah,
1: yeah, and I'm gonna end up spending another thirty or forty bucks a week for no reason. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) because also no reason, but you know
0: I'll support somebody.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that that was our point. We stopped in there and we saw the comic, and I'm like, "You, you'll like it. It's the character from the, the TV show, kind of." Yeah. And she's big on those Arrowverse shows. So. Oh, really? Yeah. So she's really enjoyed it. Um, so it caused me to sit down and start it. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. I mean, so I'm we really... haven't got. I haven't gotten to the point where he comes out yet, but yeah, you,
0: you can tell it's coming. Hey, who's the writer of that? That's uh Tom Taylor. Oh, and, oh yeah, well, he's a good writer. I, yeah. well, I, we'll segue into what I'm about to talk about then. Okay. Uh, the next series, and I'm sorry about that. We just it's had fine. this natural segue.
1: Um, I know how show business works.
0: Nightwing, uh, the brand new Nightwing series. leap. Well, not brand new. One trade is out called Leaping into Fate, Into the Light. Uh, Tom Taylor, artist Bruno Redondo. I don't mm. know who he is, but man, his art's fantastic in this. Okay. I mean, fantastic. Um, I don't know what, can you look up whatever else he might have drawn? No, um, Redondo, re, yeah, R E D O N D O, Redondo. Yeah, that's how that's said. Um, it's uh, collecting issues uh, seventy-eight to eighty-three. I'm not going to get too far into it. Oh, he's got that vintage style of artwork. It's it's beautiful. The coloring's mm-hmm. beautiful. Um, the whole point of this is Nightwing is back. He's got his own memories back. He knows who he is. He's back in Bloodhaven. Yeah. And he's going to he doesn't know what he wants to do, but he's really like his heart's hurting to do something more than just punch bad guys in the face every day. And it just so then the last time he was in Bloodhaven, uh, he had a lot of money that Bruce had left him, which has all been stolen and pissed away when he was a uh, CIA agent or secret agent yeah. or whatever. Well, as it turns out, Alfred has been a billionaire his whole life too yeah. because
1: Convenient.
0: He, well, he'd been yeah. being paid with Wayne stock yeah. every year, yeah. Yeah. and he's never done anything with it. He would give it to Dick after his death, and whatever, what was that? The uh, uh, city of Bane. City, yeah, city of Bane. After his death, he left all of his money to Dick because he said he's the only person he would trust to know how to put it to good use. Mm-hmm. So, this whole gimmick of this one is there's Nightwing still fighting crime, and then the which Bloodhaven's really you know rant corrupt. And then there's Dick Grayson, who's fighting it on the other side by opening up shelters, and mm-hmm. he's doing, he's creating the uh, the Alfred Pennyworth Foundation. Okay, and it's this one. So back when um, Chuck Dixon wrote Nightwing, yeah, that first Nightwing run with Chuck Dixon, and who was the artist? I loved his art. Uh, I've mm. got it. I mean, it's a. Uh, I can't remember his art, but his art was, his art was awesome. I'll look yeah, that actually. up, too. Yeah, you, you do What did Redog... Oh you, oh, you didn't... He did...
1: Um, he did... The only non-DC book he's done is he did Darth Maul in oh. 2013, but everything else is uh, Suicide Squad okay. and Injustice. And uh, that oh, mostly Injustice, injustice and Sui- Suicide Squad. That makes and sense. And Nightwing. Injustice.
0: Uh, but it's, it's, so, his art is gorgeous. It reminds me...
1: One of the books is the... He's got those splash pages kind of like it's more detailed but like the Hawkeye, yeah, where like he like it's it him running but oh, it's yeah, like yeah. scene his, and scene and scene Yeah scene. his, yeah. Uh, his yeah.
0: pages like that with with But it's more detailed and, tumbling and stuff are great. Yeah. Uh, God, I can't remember who wrote uh, who, you're, I know you're looking it up and Chuck Ragando? Is that what you No, used? no, uh, uh. who the Chuck Dixon nightwing run? Which was uh, I can't the guy who drew it was was fantastic. I thought he was going to be a superstar, and he went on to do a lot of big stuff for a while, yeah. but then kind of faded out. Uh, anyway, okay. what I, one thing I brought up to you before Bender got here is there's this really cool moment when he has all this money and he's going around and talking to people, and he ends up in Metropolis, mm-hmm. and Superman comes up and he goes, "What do I owe your pleasure? Uh, to what do I owe this pleasure, Dick?" And he says. He goes well. I, I need your advice, and he goes well. I doubt that, but I'm, I'm willing to listen. And Joe Duffy. Uh, no, was it Joe Duffy? It's,
1: uh, yes, like if it's yes. Nightfall, it's oh, yeah. Doug Monak, Alan Grant, Chuck Dixon, Joe uh, Duffy, uh,
0: Doug Mankey, who was also Mark too. But I think it was uh, Mike Minnelli? No, no, I think it was Duffy. I'm gonna, I'm gonna confirm your.
1: What well, says writer? So oh, right oh, yeah. after I said that, it said writer. Oh yeah. That's so not it's it. Mike Minnelli, Graham Nolan.
0: Let me see. And I had the book. The, the book might even be over there. That somewhere. was Bane
2: Nightfall. No, I, it was after Nightfall. Yeah, it was after.
0: Oh, was it? Oh, that was yeah. Nightfall. Then I'm sorry. It was. Uh, here it is, right here. It was. Uh, oh, God, darn it! I have it loving right here. bullets. No, it's making me mad. <sighs> this is Scott McDaniel. Scott McDaniel. That's, that was yeah. it. And his art was awesome. Uh, But that this so this uh, this run really makes me feel like that run. Yeah, it's that the Nightwing character on his own. But so he goes to Metropolis. He goes, I've got a, I I want to run something by you. And Superman says, uh, and they they don't they just do a you know skip to the next panel, jump ahead. He goes, well, that sounds like a pretty pretty big plan you've got there, Dick. He goes, but what are you looking for my advice for? It sounds like you've already got it mapped out. And he said, well he goes is it too small he goes no it's focused and if you're focused everyone else will take notice and that's how real change is made and he goes besides dick he goes uh you don't need my advice he goes in fact if there was one person on this planet i would send anyone to get advice it's to you he goes you're the you're the one of the best men i know and he goes in fact um now that you're here you remind me i've got a favor to ask you i'm going to be off the planet for a while. My son's going to take over. Mm-hmm. He goes. I can't think of a better person to help lead him when he has I mean, problems so. than you. And I was like, oh, "That's a good moment." Yeah, you know, that's, that's, that's a cool. good. It's what,
2: which is funny because in the first uh, issue of that Superman series, he goes to Damien for advice. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's that is <laughs> funny, uh, and that's what's that's what that's part of what is really cool. And in, in fact, if there's only one negative for this about this, I read through it so fast that I'm not reading it as the new issues come mm-hmm. out. But it's the one I told you that almost made me buy the. Uh, DC app again but I'm like oh "Oh." really but that app sucks I mean it sucks so I'm not gonna do it Uh, but I've
1: been trying to get back into Batman I just haven't found a story that I really liked well this Nightwing is on Hoopla I'll check it out so
0: read it and it's a solid 4 out of 5 it might be 4.5 out of 5 for me because it introduces a new bad guy named Heartless Okay. and then it's got Blockbuster and then Mm -hmm. it's got one of the crime families from Gotham so I highly recommend it I tried
1: uh, Chip Zardesky's Zardesky's, um is it Zardeski? How do you say that?
0: Zardeski. You pronounce it any way you yeah, want.
1: Yeah. Chip Zardarsky's, uh Batman Run. You I didn't I, dig it, you said. Or the Red Hood. I, I just couldn't get into it. But I did... Uh, the Are you done? I, yeah, go ahead. The The last book that I did read all the way through was uh, Spider-Man, Spider-Shadow, which is Chip Zardeski's, like, what-if situation mm-hmm. that uh, Spider-Man never gave up the black suit. Okay. And uh, it's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Overall, it ends the same way every you know every Spider-Man book ends that you kind of wanted to like. He comes back, but he gets like real freaking dark for a while. Hey, yeah. Just starts murdering people. He's like, he he's losing people, and he's like, every time I do something to try to be save somebody, I end up hurting somebody else. So he's like, I'm just gonna start killing everyone, and yeah. he just starts murdering everyone. It's great. Uh, he, it's he very didn't weird. Strut down
2: the
0: street or anything? No, no, no. <laughs> strut
1: down the street. There's no musical numbers. Uh, Which
0: is better, Toby McGuire's uh, uh, strutting down the street when he, because of Venom, are for. All of about 10 minutes Dark Superman In the awful Richard Pryor Superman movie Ooh. They're they're <laughs> One is kooky And the other one is campy So yeah. I mean, if that makes sense what,
1: I listened to a whole pod Because I didn't remember that movie at all I and loved like, it as a kid He like sleeps with a woman And like lies to her Like just completely oh, Out he of does. character He
0: is He's a bad <laughs> bad guy he sleeps with a woman that is going to commit suicide yeah. by jumping off the Statue of Liberty. Yeah, he's like so. take
1: totally takes advantage of a clearly deranged, like messed up woman at her lowest point. You know? Yeah, it's
0: like, like really Homelander area. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely.
1: Uh, then the other thing I'm reading, I'm only a couple issues in, and I don't know anything about this guy. I didn't. Is that Strange Adventures by? Uh, Tom King, did you guys read that? No, I
0: want to. Uh, I, I know. I, I know Ross. I've I've went off yeah. on his long winded things, but he's talked about it.
1: It's good. Uh, I just don't know much about the character, and the premise basically is so far that is set up is that he bounces between one planet and another, uh, and he was trying to save the planet. It's and he was trying to save that planet, and they end up the and he marries the king of that planet's daughter. And that planet ends up falling. Well, he comes back to Earth as a hero. Am I being too loud?
0: No, you're good. you're
1: good. Well, he comes back to Earth as a hero, and he writes a book about his adventures. And some guy, when he's at a book signing, starts going off on him about how he cre- he committed genocide of these people on this other planet. Oh, and stuff. And he's like, "Okay, man, whatever. You're crazy." Well, like that guy leaves, and then he's found dead with a like his head's exploded by a laser bolt. Like basically, they're like. You clearly killed him. And he's like, I didn't kill him. So then That's he goes... It's a very
0: to, Tom King story. Yeah,
1: so he goes to Batman, and he's like, listen, man, I need my name cleared. You're, you're the, the only, only detective it, yeah. I, And he goes, I'm not impartial because you're a friend of mine. I can't do it. <coughs> so I don't know anything about this guy, but Mr. Terrific? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He gets Mr. Terrific to do it, and they're in... Uh,
0: uh, we'll talk about Mr. Terrific. The guy in Strange bit.
1: Adventures and his wife, are, they're pissed about it because he, he's kind of like... He's playing that bad cop all the way through. And yeah, I'm like three or four issues in. It's pretty good, but it's very time king. And it's like, where is this going? Yeah. It's taking a while. Mister you know?
0: Terrific's like the third smartest person in DC. Yeah, he's uh, the Justice Society's Batman. And by I don't mean that in a sense that he's dark brooding and the ultimate hand to hand guy, but he's the ex machina of the Justice Society. Yeah, and he's, he's got this. Yeah, anytime there's a problem. Mr. Terrific has a solution, just like Batman just yeah. appears up with a solution. Well, he's got
1: this like robot that just follows the him around T-spheres. and just, just asks him quiz questions constantly oh, okay. and he answers them. You know, and he's so far he hasn't gotten one wrong. So
0: the multiple different storylines, uh, one we'll talk about here in a little bit, uh, in the letter column uh, version of Throw It to Missy, is uh the T spheres have been co opted by villains before because oh, okay. he can use those to monitor and do things and They've been networked around the, the world, word. spying on people. All kinds of stuff is happening. I happened. should mention that OMAC. You know, uh, OMAC, yeah, it is yeah. OMAC. Yeah. I
1: should mention Mitch Gerard is the artist again. They almost always work together. Those yeah. two, and uh, his art is spectacular. Yeah, it, it
0: tells a great story.
1: And uh, if you don't follow him on Instagram, he's a fun Instagram follow. He uh, does most of his drawing at night mm. after he drinks. Like he's always making like a like a, a Manhattan or an Old Fashioned or something. They'll start doing his art. I guess a couple weeks ago he had one too many and put on a suit and then took a bunch of crazy pictures and then uh, posted those pictures and tr- cropped himself into the sabotage video <laughs> where like it would go off and then it'd be like doo, doo, and it's just him like going like this it was hilarious he's like. Yeah, this escalated quickly. He does look.
0: He looks fun. Yeah, he looks, he looks like fun. a good
1: time. He's got wild hair and a big old bushy beard, and uh, his art's awesome too. Yeah, his art is absolutely spectacular. He's it definitely re- worth following on Instagram.
0: Reminds me of uh, of the same style of tor- storytelling that um, what's his name who drew uh, Bendis' run on David Mack. Uh, uh, no. Not David Mack. Uh, uh, Maliev. Alex. Maliv. My, Alex Maliev. Yeah, Alex Maliev. with his Daredevil run with Bendis. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. That just. Uh, very not very detailed but simple and great storytelling, yeah. Great uh, panel to panel storytelling, very like Will Eisner. Didn't do yeah. anything splashy. And but. then,
1: since I have been dri- driving so much, I won't plug this other book by uh Colson Whitehead. Uh, it's called Harlem Shuffle. It's set in that was a trend
0: on TikTok, yeah. And... yeah. Oh, that was a Harlem shake. My bad, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: No, this is uh, a little darker than that. It's about oh, yeah. this. Uh,
0: starts <laughs> Some in the... of those were pretty dark.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Starts in the 40s after uh, World War II, and it's about this, like, small business owner who's crime adjacent. Like, his cousin is, like, a small town crook, or small-time crook, who, like, he this guy runs a furniture store, and his cousin will bring him, like, jewelry mm-hmm. that he robbed, and he'll fence it through other pawns that he knows and stuff. And it's three separate stories that escalate, uh, and they all end up starting because of something stupid his cousin did that he has to get him out of. But they keep escalating, and he keeps getting deeper and deeper and smarter and smarter into the crime. And it just, it just, this Colson Whitehead paints like a spectacular picture of like Harlem, uh, you know, New York, and from the 40s through the 70s. And this guy's like kind of reluctant rise in crime and how it doesn't always really pay off and everything. And a great book. It was a good read. It was like, it made the trip from Kentucky to St. Louis. Fly by, and then I finished it on the way to uh, Wisconsin last week. On and uh, it was when you talked
0: about he owned a furniture business, and they kind of had a was a had a uh, little bit of a jewelry thing. Yeah, it made me think of. Uh, I don't think we've ever talked about it on podcast, but I think you and I are the only ones that ever watched it. Um, only murders in the building. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, the same wanna, thing. I don't want to spoil what, what what the connection between the two is, uh, but that might be one of the most underrated shows yeah. of last year. That oh, show, yeah, was, it was fantastic. Wonderful. Fantastic. Steve Martin and Martin Short are, and Selena Gomez, yeah. are all, she, Selena, I think, should have got an award or something. But She's I, great in it. I mean,
1: Steve Martin is the, like, most reserved character in that compared to, like, Martin Short, is yeah. just ridiculous. And then there's that one episode where he gets, uh, where he's got to flop around for a while. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just spectacular. Uh, just uh, chewed up scene? Uh,
0: is it Jane Lynch? Yeah, Jane yeah, Lynch yeah. is... Uh, Steve Martin's stunt double from when he was an actor. On, um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, she wears the same, he wears a bowler hat everywhere he she goes. Stole yeah. his, she's wearing she's, his look and, and she stole his
0: girlfriend <laughs> in the past and yeah. all kinds of stuff. It's a good show, but oh, That's uh, great. Um, so, you got any other books that you,
2: you're on? So, I'm in the middle of reading The Wicked and the Vine from uh, Karen Gillian. I read okay. the first one. Um, first
0: it's, two three three
2: trades. I yeah. read the first two trades. Yeah. The, the third one had a huge cliffhanger. I'm on trade five of nine. It's a it's a dark book. It's Man. a very dark. book. It's a book. dark
1: book. I think I started it and I I never went back. Uh, good.
2: Yeah, I've really enjoyed minute. it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's dark. It's got a lot of mythology and religion to it, yeah. which I kind of like. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot like Neil Gaiman type yeah. levels of pulling out the uh, gods that no one really knows about. Yeah. 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 But uh, yeah, it, it, a lot of mystery to it. So. It's funny
0: that you said uh, the, it's got a lot of uh Neil Gaiman stuff to it cuz if you I googled Wicked and Divine and I went to images mm-hmm. and Neil Gaiman stuff pops up in yeah. the images so you know where your bread's buttered, which yeah. You're, mm-hmm. If you're carrying it, I'll I'll, I'll read that. I, I need to go back
2: to that. Yeah, my in-laws got me. I had the first floor. My in-laws got me the other five, so I could finish it.
0: Uh, you brought up something while ago with the Spider-Man Black thing, and I just it for whatever reason it, it hit me on a uh, you know good underrated, and I'm sure you've read it. I'm sure we've all read it, but a good underrated Spider-Man story for those that have never read it. Remember Car Andrews' uh Spider Man Reign? Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, that art style that I loved it. Yeah, man, that was a good story. A lot of
1: people say it's not great
0: though. The like, art or that story? The story. As an entertaining story. I
1: I I thought it was a great yeah, one shot yeah. what if story. Yeah,
0: people are crazy. That's a great story. Doc Ock being uh his body being dead yeah. and I thought so all the of, computer yeah. some yeah. yeah, and
1: then like uh Sandman's daughter.
0: Yeah. The, good stuff. The, yeah, good was, stuff. Yeah, it was it was great. Uh, that was Cory Andrews was an artist first and then ended up writing that and yeah. cuz uh, uh, Andrews got uh, a big break during uh, uh, Spider Clan, Legend of the Spider Clan. Yeah. And that stuff which was I thought that was fun too, the, yeah. the Marvel Mangaverse. Yeah, the Mangaverse. That was my favorite part of it. Yeah, Spider-Man's the one that made the most sense.
1: Yeah. Uh, I uh, one more book I had was uh, Punk Mambo by Cullen Bunn. It's a it's a Valiant comic. It's not. Oh,
0: I know. So, yeah, Punk Mambo. I just recently read that Book of Death and Punk Mambo is like a uh a, a voodoo.
1: Yeah, she's like a voodoo. I only read the first trade. I haven't read the rest of them yet. It's good if you I like that voodoo stuff. I like the uh basically she in the first one she can call on a on a demon. Mm-hmm. And um spells don't work on her or whatever and then like if she does get into too much trouble, she can call on this demon and it comes up and saves her ass all the time. And then the first trade, somebody steals that demon from her and she's got to try to get it back. It's pretty solid. Uh, art's okay. Cullen Bunn just paints a pretty good story. Yeah. I give it yeah, a solid he's... three and a half out of five.
0: Um, yeah, you know, the one thing I'll say about uh, so P- Punk Mambo, the one thing I'll say about that book I, I read, and I Think I told you guys I was reading it. I didn't really bring it up to review on here. It's like a three out of five. If you want to check it out, that Punk book. Mamba? No book of death from Valiant. Oh, okay. it got pretty. The, what made me want to read it is that ten uh, best universes outside of DC and Marvel. Yeah, yeah that's the
1: collaboration book with all of them, right? The
0: Valiant. It's the Valiant. It was one of their last big stories, and it got some good critical review. It, I tell you what, I read the four issues. And I didn't read all the other side issues. And I know that you know even with DC and Marvel you can lose a little bit of the story when you do it. But I, if I read it, I got through. I was like, boy, this went nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> like, and they bring Punk Mambo in and Ninjax in it and all of them in, and all those characters show up and don't do anything in isn't, the book.
1: Isn't uh, the Vin Diesel movie Bloodshot or whatever? He's a valiant it's character. It's a valiant
0: character. Right? Yeah, and yeah. you know, I told you one of the things that that frustrate me with this new Valiant universe, and I haven't looked too far into it, mm-hmm. but there's no solar. yeah. And I guess that's because he's probably also still partially owned by Gold Key. Yeah. Or okay. something. There's got to be something to do with Yeah, it. they might not have the rights to him anymore. They, they probably had the rights in the 80s and yeah. 90s when they started making it under the Jim Shooter era. Yeah. And then it, it probably it dissolved when Valiant dissolved uh, then and was reborn. Yeah, because there were a couple other characters that were with
2: him that they used I can't uh, think of who they are now. Yeah, so uh, Exo yeah, Manowar, I think.
0: No, Exo's still in there. Is he? It's so Exo, Bloodshot, uh, Punk, Mambo, uh, the uh, um, the Eternal Warrior, okay. Archer and Armstrong, mm-hmm. and I think that's the core. There's no Rye in the Future Force, mm-hmm. and there's no Magnus Robot Fighter, which yeah. were all that's the other one. Yeah. Harbinger. <laughs> did you mention Harbinger oh, and Shadow Har- Man? Yeah, Harbinger and Shadow Man. I don't know if they're in it. This yeah. new Valiant universe. Right I
1: wanted Ch- Shadow Man seemed kind of cool. That was another one I was gonna dive. It's in my like favoriteed list that I just haven't gotten around to.
0: And I could be wrong, but I think there was a significant amount of those books were owned by other companies. Yeah. and they were allowed. But it was really cool stuff. Like the Unity when I was when I was. First, getting into like really getting into comics, Unity was hitting, yeah. And you had to get them all to put that cover, that poster together. And that was a big book. That Unity was got really good value to it at one point. Um, that was good stuff. That's what made me read that. Um, I, I may read some more. Valiant, they had, they had that image crossover at the same time too. Uh, that was a little bit later than yeah. Unity, but that was uh, that was uh, what was the name of that? That was it, it was all different colors instead yeah, of issue was, numbers. I can't was think silver, of what it is. Silver, gold, uh, and the it, what was big about Deathmate? I think uh, Deathmate, yeah, yeah. And what was big about that? If Deathmate Black was the Prelude, but what was big about that? That was Gen 13's first appearance yeah. before their actual book, and that book got really big value on it. And in, in that issue was set in St. Louis. Yes, it was. It was, Oh, in, really? Yeah. yeah. Um, and what was uh, the whole point of Deathmate is Solar and the, uh, what was her name, Void or whatever from uh, from uh, Wildcats. Yeah. They got, became aware of each other in each other's universe, and they fell in love. And them falling in love and essentially having uh, weirdo sex, Merge the two universes because oh, they were that that's powerful. Amazing. So uh, that was I good love stuff. Comic books yeah, for weird shit like Do that. Do you have any other books you want to talk about, or you want to jump into our quick hits? and Well, stuff? I, I know you watched
2: Eternals recently, but I, it caused me to go back to the Jack Kirby comics, and they're so rough to read right now. Oh, it's yeah. just tough
1: stuff. Yeah, yeah. artistically but, cool, very yeah. hard to read though. I did that with Mister Miracle.
2: Yeah. Well, the funny thing was, this is I think issue five. They're talking about the deviants attacking New York. And one of the characters goes, I know well, uh, Cersei, my guess is that you've beaten off a few already. Talking about the Deviants. I'm like, I've always seen those little clips someplace, but I've never read one in person. So yeah. I, I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, unintentional it's like a porn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's, a, there's
1: a bunch of Twitter files that do that. There's a, there's a Moon Knight one, and they clearly they're changing them around. But- yeah. The one where he's like, Dracula, where the fuck you at, asshole? You owe me my money. Yeah, yeah,
0: that was that's a meme. But, yeah. and, but if there was a recent there's article. there's like a whole thing of them. There was a recent article from Comic Book Resources where the actual story also is insane yeah. if you read that yeah. issue. Uh, well, let's get to the letter column part. First thing I want to start with on it. I only brought three things to go over in this. Um, and I wanted to start with Peacemaker, still on my list. But before we get to Peacemaker, I haven't watched
1: Peacemaker yet.
0: Uh, well, we'll talk briefly about it. Yeah. Uh, but the thing I wanted to bring up is what Marvel released three days ago, and I kind of hope they do it for you are a fucking gorilla, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, a bull in a china shop. Yeah. Right now is uh. Well, it's like a goddamn obstacle course in here. <laughs> It's not that bad. There's There's plenty of spray wires. Hey, we just talked. He's put on some weight. It's hard to fit through. He's the one drinking, too. And he's the one drinking. (laughs) Uh, So, the thing I wanted to bring up is Marvel uh, released the definitive Power Stone timeline. So, it's the Power Stone's the one that has appeared in the most films. Mm -hmm. And so, I wanted to go over the timeline with you. Uh, It obviously started with the birth of the Infinity Stones, Mm -hmm. and it was used by a Celestial. Then it was. Uh, then there was a failed attempt at harnessing the stone from something I can't remember. And then it was how. Then it became encapsulated in the Mo- Morag, which was mm-hmm. the stone or that uh, sphere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, then it was taken. Or in 2014, it was taken by Nebula, and they even have the uh, the broken timeline part of it. Come yeah. on. Then it gets taken by Peter Quill. Then it gets dropped by Peter Quill then temporarily de-housed from the orb. Then it was accidentally used to destroy the Collector's Museum. Then it was obtained by Nebula. Then it was successfully wielded by Ronan. Then it was used to destroy the Nova Corps. Then it was used against the Guardians. Then it was used in attempts to destroy Xandar. Then it was taken by Peter. Peter's had this thing a fucking lot. Yeah. Then it was used by the Guardians to defeat Ronan. Then it was secured on Xandar. And then in 2018, it was taken by Thanos from Xandar. Then it was used to wipe out all of life by Thanos. Then it was used to uh, by Hulk to restore all life. Uh, or, or well, because that's where they, they they show you after it's used to wipe out, th- you got to go back, and you go right back to taken by Nebula, and that branches it off where you see the Captain America part mm-hmm. of it, and then yeah. So then in 2023, because that flashed forward, mm-hmm. it was used by Hulk to restore all life. Then it was used by Tony Stark to wipe out Thanos, and then it drops back to 2014, where it's Captain America goes back, and that's when you follow it back. Yeah. And then there's this alternate one up here that says, used by as paperweights. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I kind of hope they use do something like that with every stone that they can in the yeah. films, because I think that's pretty fun that yeah. they do that. Uh, it's, and the reason I wanted to bring that up is because, and I've read a handful of the stories, Marvel's getting a lot of shit for how they're fucking up their own timeline with all these...
1: It's like almost impossible.
0: It is impossible, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it seems like something you could help by not including time travel this time around moving forward. Yeah. But the way they're going to fuck it all up is by using alternate realities. Yeah, yeah, multi-year verses and shit, yeah. But um, anyway, uh, I wanted to bring that up because I thought that's cool. You can look at Marvel UK and Marvel Instagram, and they have the little diagram, and it's kind of a fun diagram to check out. What do you got, Jay? Um. So the Moon Knight trailer dropped
2: and, yeah. and the release date. Uh, what do you think so far? I'm excited for it. I'm going to probably do a lot of reading before it comes out just to get... get to know these different I've characters. started
0: reading the new stuff on uh, the newest one on yeah. the Marvel app because I figured that's probably going to be one that they're going to...
1: Who's writing the newest one? Because I think there's, they're taking a lot from Alan Moore's run, right? Wasn't it Alan Moore?
0: No. No. Who... Stephen Platt had a famous drawn run for a while. Yeah. No, who did the uh, one? Never mind. There was one Keep not going. too long ago, which was awesome. Warren Ellis
2: did a run. It's there. Warren Ellis. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, yeah, because that's where he introduced Alan Moore's something. I brought some for Alan Moore. That's uh, why yeah. I was stuck my head. But um, I, I think they're touching on was it the
0: Max Bemis run. Yeah, that's the cool run. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the one that... So this trailer makes it look like he's... Not dealing with multiple personality disorder, but maybe some sort of dissociative disorder where yeah, right? yeah. he's can't,
1: compartmentalized he can't remember his character, what, yeah, his, um, pe- his brain, or whatever. But
0: it looks awesome. It does. And yeah. I guess that's the Sun King, is what we can. I, so he. I don't remember. We're what talking about like, Ethan Hawke, by yeah. the
2: way. Yeah. I don't remember what his actual name is in the story, but they used um, a doctor from an earlier run, but they're. They haven't said he's the Sun King yet, but that's what everyone's thinking. Yeah, but
0: considering the Sun King is an occult leader, and and that he clearly is an occult leader. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And if you're going to have a moon night, having his villain, the Sun King, sounds pretty... Kind of
1: goes hand in hand. That'd be a good
0: first villain. Uh, I tell you this, though. um, Without much to go on, it looked like an awesome trailer. Oscar Isaac looks like he's nailing it.
1: Yeah. The brutality—they showed like an early release of like his fighting and stuff, and it looked pretty brutal.
0: Well, and he beats the shit out of that one person, and it yeah. just over and over. Yeah, so,
1: they had a real Batman feel to it. Yeah. Um, did you see the still? I—I I didn't double check it to verify, but it said uh, like one of the in one of the scenes, where he's in the museum or whatever. There's boxes in the back, and they say Von Doom on them.
0: Oh, I haven't seen that.
2: It, it, or it says Von D.
1: Von D. Or something. So, All uh, you can see is the Von D. Which he, yeah. but he's standing in front get,
0: of it. And if, uh, but
1: I don't know how real that is. I didn't. I didn't double check to verify. We're getting it. Fantastic yeah.
0: Four, and we're getting it, and it better have Krasinski. Or the world is going to explode.
2: So that's the rumor that he's been filming stuff. Uh, and there's rumors though that this could tie into the
0: post-credit scene from Eternals. With Blade and Black Knight. Yeah. And Black Knight will eventually be in the Avengers, which he, he would. Um, they've kind of retro-done the Black Knight, too, in the comics. You know how he can be, like, of course, there was an article saying he can be as powerful as Thor. Well, Thor's uh, hammer works how, how worthy you are. Black yeah. Knight's sword, the more fear you have, the more strength it, you can have. Yeah. So it, I, but I more know. it corrupts you. Too. It's, like it's kind
1: of just a uh, ghostwriter.
0: It's kind of Green lantern is what it's kind of doing. Ghost Rider spectacle. works
1: on fear, too, right?
0: Uh, well, no, Ghost Rider is a, a vengeance. He's a spirit of vengeance. Oh, vengeance.
1: Uh, uh, no, oh, it's man a, thing. I'm thinking a man thing, yeah. He, yeah. he knows
0: fear burns at the touch mm-hmm. of man thing. Uh, I've been at Comic-Cons where guys are running around getting different celebrities to take a picture of their giant-sized the man thing, number one. Nice. Just like say, will you hold my giant size man thing for the picture? Yeah. That's the gimmick. That's yeah. funny. Uh, that was before, but yeah. it was really funny back before Instagram was a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so these guys just have a bunch of pictures somewhere and it was their own personal yeah. joke. That's funny. That is yeah. funny. Uh,
1: I th- I still think Jack Krasinski would be a great uh, Mr. Fantastic, yeah. but I, I'm also pulling for Raul Kali, the guy from uh, Midnight Mass. And oh, I like that guy. And what was the Eye Zombie? Is yeah, the other big thing yeah. he was in? Spectacular and uh, Midnight. He
0: was. I told Missy that I don't ever want to go to church, but if I did, I'd want my priest to be a non-vampire version of the dude from Midnight Mass. Yeah, yeah. Because he was. I every time he talked, I was captivated.
1: Well, Raul Colley's the uh the police chief. Oh, that's right. Indian that's dude. right. Yeah. But yeah. uh somebody superimposed him over that. They replaced John Krasinski's face with his, and then he was like, "Listen." I haven't been asking for this, but I'm on board now that I've seen this. And, <laughs> yeah. like, he got, he, like, his Instagram, he, like, bought a cheap fantastic Mr. Fantastic suit and put it on. It was like, he was at Marveling, like uh, the guy who did for Shang-Chi. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, speaking of Eternals, uh, I'll bring that up real quick. I finally watched Eternals. I'm still trying to find time. Yeah, you know, that's the key: find time. It's mm-hmm. entertaining, yeah. it's yeah. fine, yeah. but it's nothing that you have to sit down and schedule two hours for yeah um, uh the post-credit scene was fine yeah um it wasn't much can really um the well let me rephrase it the the black knight one was yeah i mean it was very quick
1: it's just, just marshall lee's voice right that's yeah. it
0: yeah. and um, you
2: wouldn't even know it's him unless you yeah, do unless the research I'm,
0: in my household the bigger post-credit scene was yeah the, the harry styles yeah uh which, which is, i do that one too which is awesome um Here's my problem with The Eternals. There was some... Everybody says it was uh, brilliantly casted and acted. It just wasn't a great story. I thought the casting was fine. You can't sit and tell me that movie was really well acted. It doesn't lend itself to be very hard to act in. Yeah. Um. Like, for instance, Kamel Nanjiani, he could have not been in the movie and it wouldn't have changed the movie a lick. Yeah. Um.
1: That's the complaint I heard was there was... Too many characters and not enough well, backstory.
0: I mentioned to him, it's very hard. It's I guess they did as good as they could when you're pulling off some obscure characters with thousands and thousands of years of backstory mm-hmm. and putting them all in a movie that no one has ever seen or seen yeah. any of them before.
2: And then there were characters they barely even touched on. Yeah. I thought it would. I told Jeremy I thought it would have been better as a Disney Plus series Mm -hmm. and do like 10 episodes where you can explain everybody. Each
0: each episode could have been a character profile in their time throughout history. And then uh, also.
1: uh, That's a complaint for Disney Plus that I'll have in a minute. Go ahead. Here's
0: the other thing. And there's a bunch of articles that talk about this. So uh, this is not an original thought, but it is deadly accurate. Um, And I'm not ruining it for you. But had. Icarus, not killed her, none of this would have happened. Yeah. The whole point of this was to the have the Celestial Hatch, and the Internals decided they were going to save Earth. Yeah. Uh, they would not have known about it had he not killed, uh, what's her name, Uh Salma Hayek's character. Ajak. Ajak, yeah. And he killed her uh, because he didn't want them to find out. Uh, but they did, only found out because he killed her. I mean, yeah. it's... It's self, yeah, and prophecy. by the way, the deviance wouldn't have got strong enough had he not. It was just it's the mo- of all the Marvel movies, it's the most paper thin plot we've mm-hmm. seen, and that is my issue with the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than that, it was okay. Yeah, I liked I mean, it better than Black Black Widow. I don't know that I did, but I could see where you would. I could. I mean, it, it, you flip a coin any given day, what mood? Yeah, in and I could replace the other one. Uh, yeah. But anyway, uh, what do you got, Bender? Uh, I brought,
1: this popped up when we said we are going to do this, uh, Alan Moore's comic book movie adaptions and the things he said about them. Oh, he uh, hates them yes. all. Well, he hates them all, but it, it, he gets a little bit of a bad rap. So, uh, we'll start with, there's six Now I've met it.
0: Alan Moore, long time ago. Really? It's justified his entire rap. Yeah. His stick is him. It was uh before conventions changed and before he swore off going to him.
1: Yeah. Uh he just he just sounds like a curmudgeon who hates everything. That's
0: Alan Moore. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's him.
1: Well no, uh, but- I real quick, I just grabbed what he said from the six movies that they, they've adapted. From Hell was the first one of his movies they adapted.
0: It might be the best adaptation. Mm.
1: And he says, I think I got ten minutes in and realized that it had been a bad idea to watch it after all. <laughs> yeah. I thought the trailer was enough, but I thought I should at least try to be fair. I just thought it was a travesty, so I turned it off. I'm the last person who could be fair about a film that there didn't seem to be any point to. Either torment... There didn't seem to be any point to. Yeah. Tormenting myself or just being unfairly critical about a film that obviously isn't going to follow the book anyways. Yeah. And then <laughs> League of Extraordinary General. Oh, huh? boy. Which was bad in any way. And this Just, is yeah, the one that made, him, made Sean Connery stop acting. It made Sean Connery
0: stop acting and made uh, Alan Moore officially Walk declare hot Hollywood. So,
1: this isn't technically also his fault either. This one here, though. He says, None of, of them are Connery, his fault. Sean Connery didn't want to play as a drug-addled individual. So the main part of Quartermain's character was thrown out the window with, with by the whim of an actor. And then... He got sucked into a lawsuit from tw- by, uh, by 20th Century Fox, who made the movie because they said <coughs> they made... Because he wrote the book in, like, 2099 through 2000. Yeah. Yeah. It started in, like, 99. Yeah. And then they bought the rights for it almost immediately. And then they made a movie in 2003. And then they were sued because they made it look like... Fo- uh, somebody sued him basically saying that Fox made him write a book... And then they bought the book from him to sell it. And they basically... Somebody else wrote a similar plot. And he was like, I got drawn into something that wasn't even my... He goes, I'm fucking done with movies after this. That's what he basically said. Then there was Constantine. Uh, He washed his hands of the movie altogether And had the money sent to the artist. He said... uh, Some lady from D.C. called and said, Yeah, we're going to be sending you a huge amount of money before the end of the year because they're making a film of your character Constantine with Keanu Reeves. He said... Right. Okay. Well, take my name off it. Distribute the money amongst the other artists. I felt like I felt it was that difficult, but I felt pretty good about it after that.
0: Here's <laughs> the problem with the Constantine film. It has nothing to do with, with a very awesome character. Yeah, yeah. But it's still an awesome but movie. It's a and good. And movie. Movie. Yeah. It is. And it's a good movie <laughs> that deserved a sequel. Yeah. But they should have just called it like Johnny Hellstopper or yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Which will tie into something I'll talk about okay.
2: next.
1: And then uh, there's just two more. Uh, v for Vendetta. I'm oh, that a... was a
0: good one. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Was it. Okay.
1: it was a little... Was that the uh, Wachowski? That was the Wachowskis, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. They were the brothers still. Yeah, but, they're still yeah. brothers. But he said, I read the screenplay... Oh, so dead know...
0: name them. No, i just kidding. <laughs> yeah, he said, <laughs> I
1: read the screenplay, so I know exactly what they're doing with it, and I'm not going to, I'm not going to be seeing it, is what he said out of the gate. Then he said... It lost its roots. It's been turned into a Bush-era parable by people too timid to set political satire in their own country. Yeah. Which is... I get it. It was the war, you know, like, soon after. Because it was, like, 2005 or whatever. Oh, I'm sorry. I had Watchmen, too. I can tell you that I was also... I will be spitting venom for a while, for the next (laughs) couple months on this one. Well,
0: see, he's been mad over Watchmen, not just the film. Was mad they did a sequel, mad they brought the characters back. Yeah.
1: Well, he said it's as if... We are freshly hatched birds looking up looking up with our mouths open, waiting for Hollywood to feed us more regurgitated worms. The Watchmen film sounds like more regurgitated worms. I, for one, am sick of
0: worms. Can't wait to
1: see something else.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, here's the thing. This is going to be a hot take real quick for you. Uh, v, for v for Vendetta. Not a great read, either. Uh, it's a tough one. It is a tough uh, one. Yeah, I, it, I read it. It's, it takes, it's, it's not it's... bad, but it's like all of his stuff, like... It's so beating you over the head. The well, here, here's what I compare it to. Uh, Watchmen, which I will also say is one of the greatest stories ever written in comics. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I first, two times I read Watchmen, I did not read Curse of the Black Pearl in the back No, because uh, it's yeah. too long. Or Curse of whatever it is, not Black Pearl. That's, uh, I know Jody what you're saying. Uh, yeah. yeah, the pirate uh, comic, yeah, in the comic. Yeah, and V for Vendetta, although great art, good story idea, there's times where I would just... When I read it the first few times, skipped whole pages. Like, yeah, oh, I don't need that page. Oh, I don't need that page. This book just drags. Yeah, uh, the movie was not bad. No, it wasn't. Um, I, of all those movies, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen is the biggest cow patty. Yeah, yeah.
1: that is a. Trip. Well, there's one more which I have. This is the only one that I okay. haven't watched. It's the Killing Joke which is fairly new. Well, that's a cartoon. Yeah, I watched it.
0: Yeah, they butchered that, where yeah. he ends up having sex with a uh, back girl. girl. Yeah. yeah. But he said... He no was, sense involved. Yeah.
1: He said, I've asked my for my name to be removed from it and for the money accru- accruing from it to be sent to the artist, which is my standard position with all of this material. Actually, with the killing joke, I have never really liked it much as as a work, although I, of course, remember Brian Boland's art as being absolutely Brian beautiful. Boland. Yeah. Boland. Simply because I thought, mm-hmm. simply because I thought it was too violent and sexualized a treatment for a simplistic comic book character like Batman, and a regret, regrettable misstep on my part. <laughs> yeah.
0: the coloring of that book was awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I've read it;
1: it's a good book. I mean, it's 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 a tough read, but yeah. yeah, yeah. I like
0: Killing Joke. What what was your segue off of that? So we watch Snake Eyes. Oh boy, the the G. Yeah. GI Joe thing. Yeah, I'm interested to see how this ties into.
2: If it wasn't a Snake Eyes movie, I would have enjoyed it. Oh, okay. Because so just talks. like jo- <laughs> well, he, he talks. He doesn't act like the character at all. Uh. Oh. and so it's like, I'm like, I want to like this movie, but knowing the source material, I can't I think like it's it. on
0: for free on something now. Yeah. Oh. Oh, we we grabbed it from the library. Oh, speaking of, how on earth did you guys watch Free Guy? I haven't oh. watched it, but it's on Disney Plus. It is not. On no, Disney it's not. Plus. My brother bought it on. Voodoo. Oh, that's how yes. you
1: watched it. I, was like, I know it's coming to Disney+. Plus. Yeah, it's supposed got a, to be. I got a
0: chastising for my wife because I got her all geared up to watch a Ryan Reynolds movie. It's like, yeah, Jay and the family watched it. He came downstairs, his son was watching it, and I turned it on, and I'm like... How the fuck did he yeah. watch it? Yeah. I found it on Disney Plus to you. I found After the Fact. My brother had bought <laughs> no, it on Vudu, like, and oh, that's how he found February. it. February. It's like February. It didn't... And then I spent, and this is, shows you, instead of just texting you, or I've been waiting to uh, confront you in person to person, I spent like 10 minutes researching if Disney Plus accidentally leaked it. Like, yeah. And I was like, what's going In fact, it's, getting, just asked. It's, the full, <laughs> yeah. it's the first one getting a dual release. It's going to be on Max and Plus at the same time. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. Todd. yeah uh well let's go let's let's segue into uh real quick into I I could segue out of both two things you talked about there but I'm gonna segue from the HBO max into peacemaker we're not gonna ruin it for you
1: you probably will I'm
0: gonna tell you right now for me it's a five out of five just like the suicide squad was yeah, yeah. it's I can't believe it's a TV series that is connected to DC comics uh, I can't, And I can't believe how deep they go referencing Matter Eater Lad. Yeah. Referencing some of the things they do. Um, and the big notes that all I get into is the two best parts of this show is one, John Cena clearly loves it. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he loves playing this guy. And it shows on screen. And I didn't look his name up, but whoever's playing Vigilante is fucking hilarious. He's great. <laughs> he is. He's so... He is so... Plays the character so dry, like so straightforward, that he doesn't know he's a douchebag Mm -hmm. and (laughs) insane. And it, the scene where he goes in and starts dropping all those insults yeah. on the Aryans in the jail. Yeah. <laughs> this guy is, Missy loves it. That's how good of it is. A good show it is. I He's wanted the, to pull the trigger on it, but I knew Rachel wouldn't
1: watch it. Don't we watch it with the kids around. No, no. That's, that's the other reason I have so Not because of the around. language.
0: Because the amount of times John Cena's in his underwear are yeah. banging some chick. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: yeah. <sighs> um. And the opening sequence is great. Yeah, the, dan- the dance sequence yeah. is so fun; you want to watch it every time. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, what do what you? What's, what's your early too soon to be rated uh, rating? I'd you? give it a five two. Yeah, it was great. I mean, I didn't realize John Cena was going to be
1: such a good act. Like he's that uh, vacation he, friends. Yeah, we talked so about fucking that. Fucking yeah. enjoyable. He's embraced
0: what? the things that the rock, rock won't. It's not that yeah. he won't. It's just like. It's like somebody said, Cena, you're not the rock in, in the same kind of charisma, so we're going to make you goofy. And he's like, yeah. Man, I'll yeah. lean into it. I just think I, that
1: that's kind of... He seems like he's that guy,
0: you know? But there's... Around the wrestling world, uh, he doesn't take himself seriously, but he takes things too seriously. Like, his his own... Our girl, they broke up because mm-hmm. he did not want to bring a kid into the world because it would ruin what he had planned. He's very rigid in his stuff. Oh, really? But... He seems awesome. Yeah, he even read mean tweets <laughs> in, the, in the character of Peacemaker. That's uh, and some of them were about <laughs> Cena, and it was great. Oh, he goes, uh, well, one of the first one he goes, how are we? Spo- I can't believe HBO made a uh, series about Peacemaker. We're not even be able to see him on screen. <laughs> and he looks up. He goes, how long do I have to be in Hollywood before that's not a fucking joke? <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, so it's good. So what, what? What else you got? Quick, something quick.
1: Uh, uh, I started C with the wife because I knew she wouldn't like. Peacemaker. I love it. Uh, it gets better as it goes. Uh, we're like four. He just he just rescued his kid, his son. No, he's so, he's oh, so dude, that's a sick fight. I told you. Mm-hmm. Uh, my Did you watch it? it. What is it? C, C with Jason Momoa on HBO. Oh, no, I Apple. haven't
0: yet. Like I said, the only way to describe it, it's a world full of daredevils. Yeah, set in a. in in medieval times future times medieval version where everyone's daredevil yeah
1: Yeah. uh, sort of they're all daredevil it's my only slight complaint to the show is it's several thousand or thousand years past this play or wherever everybody couldn't see mm -hmm. number one nobody ages except for those two kids because everybody looks great still (laughs) Uh, but that's fine um I liked the I like the so some people have heightened senses like some people are they smell or they hear better but they don't play enough into that I think like you think of evolution would or you know eventually like if you're gonna lose one something you gain other things you think yeah. they would play into it a little bit more and they really don't I do like and the. Uh, my other note was that for being a bunch of blind people, everybody looks fucking awesome. Oh yeah, like, they're stylists,
0: back <laughs> Yeah, and their their buildings and stuff. No, the sense. set
1: pieces are absolutely gorgeous, but they mm. shouldn't be. No,
0: they they don't make like you wouldn't build a home off of the way it looks. There's a you lot of fire. Function. There's a lot yeah. of random fire uh, around. Do you haven't have you got to the the assassin or the the spies yet? No. The, oh, the, the girl in white. Yeah, they're. Yeah. One well, other thing, very cool looking, but why is that necessary when no one can see you? Well, <laughs> well, it, well, it's to cover themselves yeah, in mud know, and stuff. I know, but in the second season, though, they're even creepier. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, it's it's very it's very fun. I'm it telling, it takes you. a while to be like, well, there's no way they. I don't understand how they could build you, that structure. You, if you gotta, sus- you gotta yeah. suspend your
0: disbelief quite a bit. <laughs> right. uh, but in season two, though, I'm telling you, Momoa starts because he gets real sick and he gets real run down and his acting chops just go through the roof. He's... He's... Not everyone in this is really acting like they're blind. They're just Mm -hmm. acting like they got superpowers. Yeah. Great shots. Yeah. He is acting like the way he kills people and the way he moves... He's the one that's most leaned into the role, and in yeah. season two, I, he, I the, the guy has, his chiropractor or his ther- physical therapist has to help him out, because he is hunched over for most of the filming, because he's a blind dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's on the people. ground,
1: like, he goes into this battle, and he oh. throws these rocks on the ground so that, like... He can hear people and, like, he hits the ground so he can feel where the walls are. It, dude, it's, it's yeah. very, very well and his, done. And mm.
0: all of his attacks are very uh, efficient because yeah. he's got to kill and move on to the next without yeah. making too much noise. It's awesome. I've
1: never seen the scene where he cuts but, that dude's neck. It's
0: like he's got this round-the-sword around their head slice. that Yeah, like,
1: <laughs> he just barely opens the, the sheath
0: and, yeah. then, and then just goes
1: around their head. And I'm just... Never seen it in this show before. It's fucking wild. Yeah, it's a good. It's a good show. I'll
0: have to check it out. Uh, it's worth watching. Oh, yeah. I think uh, I watched. Uh, I, we don't need to talk about this. I'll go into the next thing I watched today. But I did watch uh, Finch on HBO or on Apple TV. Yeah, it's okay. Which one's that? That's the Tom Hanks robot one. Oh, okay. The robot's a lovable character. It's worth watching. It's worth watching even with the kids, maybe. But it's it's okay. It's not Castaway, but yeah. it's all right. Um, I did watch, and this goes back to kind of what we were talking about. Uh, A little bit with that Alan Moore comment or something. I can't remember what tied into. Uh, Injustice. Injustice Mm -hmm. was trending pretty hard on HBO Max. Oh, yeah. Uh, You know, based on the game, which spawned a pretty critically successful comic. Yeah. Which spawned the anime, which is... uh, I put on here, I don't know why I put three out of five. It's a two and a half out of five. uh, Because it did not capture the brutality of the game or comic. And it has too hopeful of an ending. And it just fell super flat. I'm going to ruin something for you. Dick Grayson dies in it because mm. Damien uh, uh, hits him mm. in the temple with a baton. And they do a slow motion take on it. And it's the dumbest thing you've ever seen. In all- and Diz, uh, D- or, uh, DC pretty much knocks it out of park with these animated uh, yeah. films, too. This is not one of them. Mm. It's poopy. So I would suggest watching their Dark Would you one. equate
1: that as to Steve Irwin being killed by a stingray? like just that
0: nah, seems way more dangerous than what happened to Nightwing <laughs> I'm just saying like the plausibility of like the things that Steve Irwin would have died of rest in peace yeah, yeah. by the way
1: yeah, like yeah, stingrays like yeah. real low on that list yeah, yeah. I, that, uh, how many I'm
2: alligators like, did he wrestle and snakes
1: it's like him and one other person ever on record being killed by a stingray and mm-hmm. I think the other one's foot got caught on it or something
0: <laughs> Well, no, there's been multiple people, and they say... But
1: no one's been stabbed through the heart by one. They
0: say what the most dangerous thing... With you're with stingrays, swim over the top of them because that's well, what yeah, they do. Well, yeah, they, that, they got that barb. That's all they have. Hit that one, just it was a direct hit. Yeah. Uh, what's more improbable, uh, stingray hitting someone in the heart or a third base coach getting impaled by a baseball bat into the heart, which happened in an MLB game a few years ago. Yeah. Bat Did he exploded. Die? No, they had to be right taken to the hospital. Oh, it, it was, was a like player. Stuck in them? It was a player yeah, on third a, base. Oh, Yeah, it wow. came down the line and hit him like fucking blade throwing that's like a, that yeah. bird that exploded. That was like 20 years yeah. ago. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's been forever. Uh, that's all I brought. What else you got? You got uh, anything else? Nope. Benton, uh, need- I have
1: one other movie that I watched that was on. It's on Netflix. It's called.
0: related? Uh, sort of. Okay. Two
1: see. laws in it.
0: See. Okay. <laughs> <There's>, okay.
1: <laughs> he was in Captain Marvel.
0: <laughs> There's the connection. Yeah. Six degree of separation.
1: Yep. It's called Black Sea. It's really good. It's got Nazis. Well. Oh,
0: uh, I went to watch that. Uh, oh, wait. Is it the. Uh, Scary one? or is
1: it... uh, It's called Black Sea. It's got the two big people that you would know as Jude Law and Ben Mendelsohn are in it.
0: Oh, no, no. This is where they go down to get yeah, the gold. They go to get yeah, the gold it's not, from a Nazi it's not a bad sub.
1: Movie. Uh, it's not a bad movie. It's uh, out a solid hour and 40 minutes yeah. of like I don't
0: want to spoil for you. Uh, they go to get gold, and almost everyone dies. Yeah.
1: <laughs> a lot of tension. And, uh, again, it's uh, almost everyone dies from one
0: guy's terrible decisions. <laughs> one bad decision, yeah. Uh, Jude, but it's good. It's
1: a, it was it was. Yeah, I like that movie. It's, it's rare to see. First of all, Jude Law looks like a normal like dude. Yeah, you know, which I thought was pretty cool. And he's like, it's rare to see him like be like a real badass and like pull it off. And like, he was kind of like a crazy boat captain. Least, yeah, and I thought he pulled it off really well. We got a
0: lot of we got a lot of shows that uh, upon finishing viewing them, we'll we'll have to talk about. Uh, Missy and I are damn near done with season one of Ozark and Yellow Jackets. Wait. Season one or season four? I mean, sorry, the recent season. I haven't Uh, watched those ever, and I heard
1: Yellow Jackets is spectacular. So,
0: Yellow Jackets, you remember the movie Alive? Yeah. Yeah. If it was only women, and the occult was thrown into the mix. (laughs) And it is wild. uh, And when I mean wild, it is insane. (laughs) Yeah. uh, but it's worth it, totally worth it. Uh, but yeah, and then season four, the part one of the final season of Ozark, I guess I'm we're pretty have to good pull into that. It. It's good. Uh, yeah. I did the first season; I really liked it. The I only gone back. the only problem I have with it is Wendy. At times, they've taken Wendy on a, a tra- character trajectory of starting unlikable, becoming you can't even like like her at the least at the, and then. She becomes kind of the balls of the family, and she's like, "Oh, maybe Wendy's great." And this season, it's like everything that comes out of her mouth makes you want to throw your remote at the TV.
1: So she's uh, Walter White's wife in oh. Breaking Bad.
0: Uh, no, for different reasons. Walter White's wife just was like a, a, a just a bad plot device, every, yeah. and every mm-hmm. and just like the baby, they just didn't work.
1: Yeah, they uh, know how to use her at all. Uh,
0: although, still great series. Uh, Wendy just the. Th- the things that make her tick sometimes makes you hate every ounce of her being and this season's one of those like she constantly is fucking up just by opening her mouth mm. but there's also been seasons like the last one where she saved their ass by doing shit like saying all right i'm going to smoke this motherfucker have this motherfucker doing off shit. yeah because my husband's too big a pussy to pull the trigger so uh, yeah good oh. show but the yellow jacket so i highly recommend checking that out
1: I want the next one. I think on my list is Archive Eighty One. It's supposed to be uh, pretty good. We
0: started it. Uh, we started it at a bad time in the day, mm-hmm. with like the girls were in and out, and it was daytime. And I want to see it. I want to watch it. Looks pretty good. And then the reviews have been amazing. But at one o'clock on a Tuesday on a Sunday, mm-hmm. it was not the time to start it. Yeah. What were you about to say? I started the uh, Righteous Gemstones. Oh, that's great. I haven't watched the newest season, but I watched the first season. That's Danny McBride. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just Danny McBride being Danny McBride. I uh, was looking at someone's Facebook page. Oh, Dan Mafood, who, uh, DJ Moth. One more, by the way. uh, he, uh, He... he was watching Righteous Gemstones, and he posted a picture on his Facebook page of the time he was doing a show in L.A., and they were at a bar, and Danny McBride was just sitting at the bar, so they got drunk with Danny McBride. <laughs> he said he's the funniest person they've ever met in real yeah, life. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. It was fucking great. <laughs> You're fucking out. Yeah. Uh, i have come all over this place. That's my
1: favorite
2: line in <laughs> the the
0: world.
1: Uh, I finished Champagne L.*, which is the one season. I don't think it's ever coming back. Hulu show with Adam Polly did you see when that show came out 2018 yeah it ain't coming back no but it was I think it was originally a YouTube show Uh, it was great like they start out idiots it gets a little dark for like three episodes they're like are they gonna learn something and it swings around to the end, they're like nope, they learned nothing. <laughs> Spectacular! That's uh, great. <laughs> Spectacular ending.
0: Uh, well, I don't know that I have anything else. Like we said, we're going to come back next week with a wrestling show with the Silver Badger, so we will not have uh, Bender on that one. Um, so you've been warned. Uh, is are, is is bad? Is Badger going to Royal Rumble? He talked about all of us I'd- going, and then we never heard anything about it. Yeah, I so, don't know. Here's the thing, and this is a, a, sh- a, a comment to the Badger: when you send a text out our feelers out and say, who's interested in going to the Royal Rumble? And you say, I'd be, I'd be, I'd be down. And someone else says they'd be down. It's then on you to also say, how do we want to arrange the ticket getting and things like that? Uh, like for instance, this, the, Oh, one thing I want to touch on where, uh, we have officially started phase one, of uh, planet comic con planning, mm-hmm. uh, so
1: it's in April. I don't really have an excuse now. It's to I say. It's
0: around phase two is when Bender. After I book the hotels, that's when Bender's going to cancel.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I will give you money. You
0: Yeah, know, you don't have to give me money. It's just say you're going to buy your ticket.
1: Well, if I give you money, then I have to go.
0: Okay. Or if you buy your ticket on for Comic Con, you have to go. That's true. Are yeah. they really up
1: for sale yet?
0: I think they are. I think so. Uh, so we're excited about that. I said in the thread, this year's theme is uh, Planet Comic Con, Kansas City. This time, no concussions. Uh, <laughs> can't can't promise anything though. Someone's losing a finger. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, so we're excited about. But yeah. So back to what we were talking about with Tom. So we just never heard anything. So Tom, if you're listening to this, which I doubt you are, this long into the episode, and I'll tell you in person next week. If you reach out and say, let's do something, well, then take the ball and run. Because here's the thing. you can't. Everybody can't buy separate tickets. Someone yeah. has to buy the tickets, so we set together. There's no point in doing it unless you sit together. Uh, Royal Rumble in St. Louis is a good time. I've been to him in St. Louis. so uh, I wish we were. He's not here. We're not going to talk about that. That's all next week. So no Badger to say bye, but we do have uh, Jay, or Bender to say. Hold on to your butts. And Jay. Bye. Yeah, he he was a little more excited when it was about comic books. <laughs> yeah. So we're gonna play the music. And uh, this episode done. This is the first time a long time.